week on Around Town, I get an exclusive look into the hit musical coming to Hong Kong, Evita. I got to talk to two of the leading cast members, Jonathan Rocksmith, who is playing the role of Che, and Isabella Jane, who plays the mistress. Keep on listening for a sneak peek into this one-of-a-kind musical masterpiece. Perhaps we can have a bit of introduction, so tell us a bit about yourself first. Sure thing. I am a musical theatre performer from South Africa. Finds himself fortunate enough to be in an international touring musical. In this case, uh, Andrew Lord Webber and Tim Rice's finest work, which is Evita. And not just any production of Evita, the uh, original Broadway and West End production that premiered 40 years ago and has been remounted as it was back then and brought back to life, which is just thrilling. So uh, Evita isn't really one of the uh, plots that are most well-known. It's a very famous musical. A lot of people have heard of it, but perhaps you can give us a bit of a summary about what it's about. Basically, the plot is, is, is very straightforward. It's a rags-to-riches story about, I suppose, the equivalent of Argentina's uh, sort of Lady Diana figure in many, many ways. She was revered. She was, you know, she was nominated for sainthood many times. She was adored for humanitarian work. She then married into the military in that she got married to Colonel Juan Perón. Mm-hmm. who ended up running for president and winning. And she found herself as the first lady of Argentina and became more famous than her husband, purely because of her her gestures that she made to the people all the time. There are various versions of whether or not she was a hero, a heroine or a villain, mm-hmm. But, the, you know, that's, that's up to the audience to yeah. decide. But she was a colourful figure. Yeah. And, of course, you're playing the character Che, who has yes. a very big opinion on the... Well, yeah. I mean, I, I play Che, who on paper means just any, per, any man. Mm-hmm. Um, Hal Prince, the director, figured it was best to make him Che Guevara because of the, the theme of rebellion that runs through the show. Mm-hmm. And I basically, I'm, I have the best job in the sense I'm paid to stand on the sidelines and just bark at her from beginning to end and call her out when she's being naughty or anything like that. And it's, it, it's great fun because... I don't talk at the audience, I talk to the audience. Yeah. I'm not in Evita. I'm on the sides with the audience. Yeah. And I, I'm essentially their, their ticket into what's going on in case they've missed anything. Yeah. So you're kind of like the narrator for the show. Oh, yeah. 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 In yeah. every Andrew Lloyd Webber, Tim Rice musical, there is a narrator of sorts. Mm-hmm. You know, in Jesus Christ Superstar, it's Judas. Uh, you know, in this one, it's, it's Che. Mm-hmm. And from that point of view, it, it's quite rewarding to be able to deal directly with an audience, not at them. There's yeah. no fourth wall for me in the show. I'm the only one. Yeah. But uh, Che has a bit of a purpose as well in the show in, in going back on her life, right? Well, there's no proper historical proof that they ever met. Yeah. Or that uh, I think there was a cocktail party that the two of them were in the same room once. Mm-hmm. Whether or not they met or had a discussion, I don't know. Yeah. I'm kind of her sort of conscience. I'm a Jiminy Cricket figure yeah. in the show for her. Um, he was Argentine, Che. Mm-hmm. Um, he obviously went to Cuba and did a lot of work there with Castro. But I think it's, it's, everybody has that T-shirt. Mm-hmm. of Che Guevara right, yeah. so when I first come on there's an instant recognition from the audience and they go oh well maybe we can trust this guy <laughs> so it kind of sets them to ease in case they didn't know the story well we'll take it from him right which is which is really interesting theatrically um, could you tell us a bit about the, the music of the play as well like you're probably very familiar with that you sing a lot of the songs absolutely <laughs> um this is widely regarded as, as Lloyd Webber and Tim Rice's finest work from their collaboration, mm-hmm. which is saying a lot considering they did Joseph and you know Jesus Christ Superstar together yeah. um it's, from a singer's point of view, it's without question the hardest score I've ever seen in a show for a singer to sing, mm-hmm. um, but which makes it the most rewarding. Right. You know. So what makes it difficult? Lloyd Webber uses very interesting time signatures okay. that mimic speech. Oh, okay. So the line between when you're singing and when you're talking is so thin, you hardly see it. It just happens, and you don't question why people are suddenly singing. Um, also, his orchestrational style in this is so unique. There, there are lots of musicals that remind you of Evita, mm-hmm. visually and musically and lyrically, but Evita reminds you of nothing. Right. Okay. It's, it's its own form. It still is its own form. This, I mean, I've done six Lloyd Webbers mm-hmm. up till now. 
you know, they all, you know, have similar sounds between them. You know, it's the same composer, obviously. Evita sounds like none of them. Yeah. It is so unique, and it's rewarding from a musical point of view to be able to sit back and say, wow, that really difficult song that took me three weeks to learn, I'm now doing. Yeah. And from the audience's point of view, because the music is so different, you listen more. Yeah. So my point, my, my job is to tell the story. And when I can see the audience listening and, one, and, and following me, it's it's magic. So the, the musicians as well, they're all from South Africa. Uh, no, there's there's a mix. There's some local players. Um, okay. Our rhythm section is from South Africa, obviously, because that's the the core of the music. Mm -hmm. um, it's the quick. It's the longest to rehearse. So yeah. when you've only got a week, you don't have time to train somebody for three weeks. Yeah. Okay. So we take our rhythm, but uh, we have uh, a very large lo local component in the orchestra. We also have a local component in the show with uh, six kids. Yeah. We have we have two sets of six children, mm -hmm. who alternate. I have the most contact with him, um, which is difficult because I'm, you know, I'm 1.9 meters tall, yeah. and these kids are so small, and I feel terrible because I have to intimidate them during the show. So I bend down and I sing into their faces. And last night was the first time her name is um, Ariel mm -hmm. saw me, and she didn't want to come on stage because oh, you were that scary. <laughs> so I have I have to make friends with Ariel. I've, I've got a few chocolates to to, yeah. to line it up and sort of sweeten the deal so she can she can bear it. <laughs> um, why don't we uh, talk a bit about yourself and uh, first of all how you got involved with this production? I, um, I was asked to audition for the production about a year and a half ago, and I put some, I put Oh What a Circus on tape, I put High Flying Adored on tape, and um, sent it off. And, you know, in this business, you send a tape off, you forget about it. Yeah. And uh, I got the email saying, we'd, we'd love to have you as Che. And when we started rehearsals, it was very, very difficult for me not to sort of fanboy a bit, because I'm a big fan of Hell Prince oh, okay. as a director. Yeah. And when the when they said to, you know Hal saw you, you know Hal saw your tape and he loved your tape, that's such a strange thing to hear. You know, living in South Africa, we, we, it's not that we're cut off from the world, but those figures only exist on our cast albums on our shelves. We yeah. don't know these people firsthand. And suddenly, this giant watched me singing a song from a show he was doing and said, "Yes, he's good enough to do it in my show." Yeah. It's the most extraordinary feeling. And there's an honor, there's a sense of honor that I have going around the world now, knowing that you know the seal of approvals there from those guys. Yeah. Well, South Africa has become quite a bit of a hotbed for um, startup musicals. And oh, like, certainly, yeah. so, certainly. So, can you tell us a bit about the scene there? Well, our industry started almost 20 years ago properly. You know, we we had a very big opera, ballet, musicals um, uh, culture, mm -hmm. which after apartheid ended and sanctions were lifted, we we lost it for a while. It started up again in about 2000, 2001 with the production of Cats, ironically. And we were reminded how much we loved them. And from there to here, it's been this extraordinary resurgence in musical theatre. Mm -hmm. um, and international producers have caught on to the quality of our talent in our country and use us now. And send us to the most amazing places, Hong Kong, Hong Kong quite frankly, being at the top of my list. Right. I, I was here in 2010 with Greece. Mm -hmm. I was Danny back then in the same theatre, in the same dressing room, I'll have you know. Oh, wow. So mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's quite amazing to come back eight years. Yeah later in another musical and come to your favorite places and in many ways musicals it's not just about entertainment anymore it's about education for us as travelers going around the world into experiencing different audiences different etiquettes different rules um but one thing that's always been clear is how universal a language music is yeah. So I'm I'm so excited to get going in Hong Kong. Awesome. Uh, and uh, how are you enjoying Hong Kong so far? Oh, uh, I've been here for a week and a half. We came early to do press. Yeah. So we only start tonight, obviously. I've done every market under the sun. We're going to the golden, you know, the, the 10,000 Buddhas. We're going to the big Buddha, yeah. um, Disneyland, all of that. It's just, it's amazing. But yeah. what I'm loving the most is when you, when you go through to the markets, bartering, that sort of thing, and then local cuisine. Yeah. I'm crazy and spice crab. I'm totally on board for that. Right, Loving awesome. spice crab. Yeah. Before we finish off, perhaps you can uh, tell me uh, what 
your personal reason is for wanting to see this show, and perhaps the audience might uh, empathize with that. Well, I was, I was always a fan before. I saw we had a production of Evita, not this version, but a different version in South Africa, which I went back to three times. Mm-hmm. Because the one thing that stood out to me is, yes, this was written 40 years ago, but there are equivalents for the people on stage politically all over the world, even now. Yeah. The whole role of a first lady, given certain uh, U.S. administrations, past and present, mm-hmm. you realize the power of a woman in politics. Um, and you also realize the power of the people when they realize they are the ones who have the power in numbers. Okay. Politically, I'm fascinated. And when you put it to the score that the show is is blessed with, it's unmissable viewing. Okay. It's basically CNN with a fantastic underscore. Well, that's awesome. Well, thank you very much for coming on the show with me today. Thank you. And uh, good luck. <laughs> thank you. We'll see you at the theater. Right, well, hi everyone. I'm Isabella Jane. I am 19 years old and I sing. Yeah. I love to sing. I love to tell jokes. I'm also a comedian and ventriloquist. And um, being part of Evita has just really it's helped me grow. And the experience as a sport has been absolutely amazing. Okay. Um, why don't you tell us about the role of the mistress? We've already heard a bit what Evita is about, but what role does mistress play in it? As you know, Ava Peron was a real person. It's a real story. In all the biographies, there's not really one mistress. So mm-hmm. in the show, you have this young girl played by me who's kicked out of Peron's home and she's just left for nothing and she's basically a representation of young women who Peron took advantage of mm-hmm. in one way or another right. and um, it's a beautiful role where she's helpless mm-hmm. and hopeless yeah. yet she still somehow seems some hope and for someone so young she was between 14 and 16 years old mm-hmm. a child yeah. um, she saw that there was some light at the end of the tunnel and she would get up and start again. Okay, cool. So it's not the, the biggest role, but it's like it's got quite a hard-hitting um, part of the musical, right, you think? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird little break to the, the vibe of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's the music of the whole show. Is, it's, it has one feeling mm-hmm. and it's intense. Yeah. And then it's the song that the mistress sings, Another Suitcase in Another Hall. It's such a different and weird-sounding song as if it was just put in by mistake. Mm-hmm. Yet it's so impactful and for me to be able to sing that song, it's such an honor. It's, it's beautiful. I have heard it before, and yeah, I, I, not by you, obviously, but uh, yeah, it, it is actually quite a different song from the rest yeah. of the show. And, and that's saying something, because the rest of Andrew Lloyd Webber's music is different in general, right? Mm, yeah. yeah, no, exactly, and it's, it's, it's iconic, really. The whole show is iconic, and to be a part of something like this is life-changing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay. incredible. Okay. Uh, so why don't we talk about you a bit, and uh, maybe you can tell us how you got involved with the show. How I got involved with the show? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I've always sung. I've been singing since I was five years old, which sounds like a long time, but being 19, it isn't actually that <laughs> But I've been singing my whole life, really. Mm-hmm. And I've always wanted to be on the stage. Um, so I, I ended up somehow doing comedy and, and ventriloquism. And when I heard that Evita was coming and you know I had the opportunity to audition, I was like, hmm, mm-hmm. why not? Okay. So I went, I auditioned, and that first time I sang the song, I was already invested. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the role at the time. It was just I sang the song and I thought, gosh, I want to be singing the song right. a lot more. Mm-hmm. And we're coming up on more than 150 shows, I think, and I never get bored of the song. Okay, awesome. I mm-hmm. love it. Is it, is it uh, normally taken on by a role so young? Like, is it a young actor that plays the role? I am one of the, the youngest who's played it. It's usually played by someone in their mid-20s mm-hmm. um, who just acts younger. <laughs> it's just, it, makes, it makes my job so much cooler that I'm playing yeah. someone who really is kind of my age, yeah. which doesn't happen often in musical yeah. theatre. And you're from South Africa as well? I'm from South Africa, okay, yes. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and why don't you tell us a bit about the scene down there? Like, this, it's be- become a hotbed for musicals. A lot mm. of the things that come through Hong Kong are from South Africa. Yeah. Like, uh, tell us a bit about it. Well, it's 
we don't ride elephants to school, just so everyone knows. Let's put <laughs> right, that out there. Right, yeah. <laughs> but um, it's it's such a vibrant city, mm-hmm. and I now I've had the privilege to travel quite a lot. But I, I go home and I think, gosh, I'm lucky. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. We've got city, and yet we've got land. We've got so much land and nature, and to have something like musicals is is a privilege for us. I think we've got stunning theatres, mm-hmm. and it's becoming more popular. I think now with schools starting to put on a lot more shows and younger people getting into the industry which is so important and South Africa scene is allowing that for young people like myself to be in musicals. So how did you, what was your progression like when you're learning to to sing and be in part of musicals? Was it high school theatre or was it like training you had to go through? I went to a very small school. I went to a learning centre where we did Cambridge as opposed to the South African normal syllabus. Mm -hmm. Just it allowed me more time to focus on what I want to do, which is performing. Right. Um, So I I had a lot of private lessons Mm -hmm. and I just worked and worked in children's theatre. I did another show called Calling Us Home in South Africa and this is my first big production wow, okay. um, you know, as, as you know to be able to play a supporting lead and it's really my first one is is, is crazy yeah. um, so I wouldn't say I'm inexperienced but I haven't done this a lot right. okay. <laughs> regarding musical theatre <laughs> but I mean you've already been travelling around quite a lot now so yeah. you, you must be experienced right? now I'm, I'm, I'm totally experienced <laughs> yeah, <cool. laughs> okay and, and where have you been before Hong Kong? before Hong Kong we did uh, Taipei we mm-hmm. were there for a week and Singapore which right. was oh it was beautiful okay. um, and before then I've well, yeah. I've been in South Africa. Yeah. So you're also using this as a bit of like it's a tourism on the side, right? Honestly, yeah. you know, I think, yes, I'm working. And yes, I go I go to bed early and I take this job seriously. But to be in a foreign city, mm-hmm. I mean, to not take advantage of being here would be silly. I get up and I walk, I explore. Yeah. I just want to see it because it's beautiful. And for me to get an opportunity to, one, come here and perform here mm-hmm. is crazy. Yeah. No one gets to do that. No, of course not. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, before we finish up, um, I mean, you're up and coming. There's probably some people listening that are close to your age and into musical theatre. Um, maybe you have some inspiration you can tell them about your journey and uh, what got you this role. Well, <laughs> the first lesson I learned about performing was you're not a performer until you make your audience feel something. Mm-hmm. So every night I have one song to sing and I could just sing it. But this audience, every single person who sits here needs to go away feeling something. And that is my goal every single night. And if you're a performer, it has to be your goal too. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people will say that you can't. A lot of people say that you shouldn't. But if you want to, you have to do it. Just do it. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you very much for joining me. And thank uh, thank you for being here and joining me. And good luck with the show. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me.